Good morning. Um, thank you, Stacey, for giving me the opportunity again to speak on your platform and for this uh, uh, podcast. Uh, I'm really grateful to yourself and Siri as individuals and also to your organization, the CF Research Institute, for coming to us uh, to highlight our cause globally. And it's, it means a lot to us. And we look forward to keep in touch in the future and work together. And this is our third meeting that we're doing and, and final meeting so far. And in our very first meeting, uh, what we did was I discussed how I got involved with the CF families in Pakistan. And in the second podcast, about a month ago, uh, I went through what I have achieved, although it may not sound a lot, but I think it's been quite a lot. And this particular uh, podcast is about where we need to go from now and what is out there that at least I've got uh, in my mind to achieve. Uh, and hopefully uh, we will achieve it with the passage of time. Um, so one most important thing that I think we need to carry on from now is have that link with the families, the CF families in Pakistan, CF professionals who have been very helpful to me uh, and supported me all the way along in various cities across uh, new platforms to bring about some of the changes. And that changes obviously includes awareness, which your organization also has highlighted to the rest of the world globally as well. So I'm very grateful to all those, um, my colleagues. And like what I was saying, yes, last time, what we achieved, and I said that the Lahore Children's Hospital have now set up regular monthly CF clinics and they have ad hoc weekly clinics. So if somebody is unwell, they can contact and go on a weekly basis in those clinics as well. And online WhatsApp advice is available to everybody still. So that was one ongoing issue, on ongoing activity. And since our last uh, podcast, we have another city, Faisalabad, which I did highlight in my last time that they are likely to take up the challenge and start the uh, multidisciplinary CFT uh, meetings and clinics. And I'm glad they have done that. And it was really nice because um, they had a local um, person who came, who took the picture, televised, and I think he's going to put it on YouTube and I'll share the links once they're available. But it was really nice that uh, I'm still in the UK, but they themselves and the patients, they got together, they made the effort and they got a clinic which ran beautifully. Um, it was supported by my colleague, uh, Dr. Zubia from Saudi Arabia. She was during school holidays visiting Pakistan and she was another key person in that uh, clinic um, and it made it possible and it was really, really great. And now I'm just waiting for them to say when they're going to do the next clinic. So it, it is there, it's getting there. And I've also heard a little news from Karachi um, that they may be willing to start something towards the end of November or beginning of December. So these are three main cities we got. And I think it, it is down to raise awareness through yourselves, through our other networking. And that networking has to carry on amongst uh, all our colleagues, the patients and international community. Um, and we are available on WhatsApp, on YouTube, 
and whenever uh, I have the conferences, like I said, the ad hoc conferences at our clinics. So those are the links which I would love to maintain for the future as well. Now, having established those multidisciplinary CF clinics in some cities, obviously we do want to expand, and this is sort of the next expansion I'm hoping is going to be in Karachi. And Karachi is one of the largest city in Pakistan with the largest number of CF patients that I know. And I think that would be a really great uh, step in the right direction for the families with CF. And I'm grateful to all my colleagues in Karachi who are working on that and all the CF families who are working together as well to make that happen and make that possible. So I'll give you more news at another time in that, but yes, uh, look out for that. Um, along the ways um, that what we need to do is I did mention last time that we are getting some of the diagnostic facilities, but I think these are still difficult for a lot of patients and we need to work with the laboratories uh, and other research institutes um, on genetics, et cetera, sweat tests, fecal last days, at what I call more affordable economical prices because all uh, healthcare in Pakistan is paid for by the families and patients. So, for example, one of the research, um, genetic research institute in Pakistan at the moment, we're working on it, um, they can provide that at a fraction uh, of the cost that they currently happens in the UK or United States. I think if somebody was sending the samples to uh, United States, it costs about $250. That's how much they're charging, uh, which is a huge amount of money for the Pakistani families. And what they're trying to do is they massively do it for five, three to five dollars. So this is how much difference it makes. And obviously we, we need to work together with them. And I'm, I'm very grateful to those uh, individuals, Dr. Amima in uh, Arahan Hospital in uh, Karachi uh, and um, Dr. Smargani and the researcher um, uh, Anam Safdar who are working on those things. So I'm very grateful and I hope we can extend their services to the other cities as well and to more patients as well. So I think that, that diagnostic facilities need to be readily available at affordable prices for us to make diagnosis because cystic fibrosis, as we know, you know, it involves the gastrointestinal system, malabsorption, failure to thrive, as well as the respiratory diseases. And these two things individually happen in Pakistan quite a lot in a, a developing country, undernourished children, etc. So they get that. So it is highlighting that one, which what we've been doing so far, making it. Um, uh, apparent to everybody, look, these are the differential diagnoses of these conditions, look into it. And then once they clinically start thinking about it, then it is obviously next step is to confirm those. And for confirmation, we need some of those uh, tests, which are easily, readily um, available at economical prices. So we will definitely carry on working with that. Now, getting some people now aboard is excellent. But why, what I have in mind is that we need our senior colleagues to take this further, to encourage their junior trainees to take up more training in pediatric respiratory medicine. Uh, and not only that, with cystic fibrosis as well. So I would be asking my senior colleagues in Pakistan to encourage their local trainees to take more interest in the respiratory and cystic fibrosis thing. And uh, ultimately make it as part of the specialist training and as part of their respiratory modules, for example, in Pakistan. And 
also to include in their under undergraduate curriculum. Now that is where it starts, you know, so the students need to be thinking about it. And, you know, for example, if anybody who was doing postgraduate exams, which I'm a senior examiner for a Royal College of Pediatrics and Child Health in the UK, if there is somebody who's failing thyroid chest infection, you say, what are the causes? CF will be the right on the top. That doesn't happen in Pakistan. And I think, although it is, it is changed to some extent, we did a mock exam in um, last December, about 18 months ago. And some of those candidates who were coming through for a mock exam, when they came across these sort of clinical scenarios, they were saying cystic fibrosis as one of the causes. So this is what I need to bring about. This want to see in everybody, all the undergraduates going through their curriculum, postgraduates specializing these things and thinking, yes, there is a condition called cystic fibrosis and we need to be thinking about it. So that is a, a major change um, that I would like to happen. Now, after having made the diagnosis, obviously, and having the clinics, um, the other big issue is about the availability of medications for the patients. And this is where we need our local Pakistani pharmaceutical agencies. At the present, for example, in Pakistan, there's only 3% hypertonic sale line available for nebulization, which people sometimes use for other conditions other than cystic fibrosis, for example, bronchiolitis or other uh, phlegmy conditions. Uh, but 5%, 6%, 7% are not commercially available. And they are made locally uh, of different strengths or a different quality. There's no standardization. Uh, and it's, it's difficult for people to get it. And they need to get, you know, because they make it in a bottle, it runs out after it expires very quickly as well. Um, so we have spoken to a couple of pharmaceutical agencies, their representatives, and said, oh, we may be able to make 6%, 7% as a commercial product. And that may be something really, really nice. But obviously, it's not just the hypertonic saline, it's the polymerzyme as well, the DNAs, for example, it's the nebulized antibiotics, which we don't have, it's the creon, which we don't have, we don't have the modulator treatments, et cetera. And it's one, not having the medication. Secondly, they're expensive. And thirdly, there's uh, uh, some sort of uh, prevention in importing those medicines at the governmental levels. So we need to talk to health authorities as well to ease their sanctions on some of these products, which are basically what I call life-saving for some of our patients. For example, you know, enzymes, digestive enzymes, they're essential for them. They need to eat two or three times minimum in a day, if not more, and they need that for absorption of their food. Um, so one needs to coordinate services and encourage them to help all these patients. And I think the patient advocacy um, is important thing, just like your um, organization is doing it. I am in a process of talking to people and you know, this clinic in, for example, Pesilabad, and now what's going to happen in Karachi. I've let the families talk to the doctors, request them, you take up your matter. I can do certain things, I can push them, but I want you to take it forward so that we, they can hear your voices better than what I tell them as an outsider uh, in there. And I think is that talking about patient advocacy, there is a huge, great need for a local, national, Pakistani CF body, whether we call it CF Society, CF Trust, CF Foundation, or whatever. There is a great need because then we can coordinate 
our future needs and services, medications through that. And I think that would be a great day that once we can stand up and say, now we have Pakistani, so Pakistan CF Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, Trust Society, whatever. And that is my one of the main aims that I'm working towards, hopefully. And through that, it's overing the patient's interests, representing the patients, patient advocacy, and standardizing and making their care available to everybody. So here at the moment, yes, we got individuals interested, but they're not CF trained. So through that, it may be that they can actually have local standards of care for these patients as an outpatient care, sputum cultures that they send, laboratories, what they need to look up, what sensitivities need to set up. And when they get inpatients, you know, like for example, in some of the local hospitals in Pakistan, you have three babies, three children per bed because the occupancy rate is so high. But we, as you know, in the West, we want sort of um, cubicles, individual cubicles, um, uh, and sealed cubicles. So they got our own bathroom in there as well. And there's no other CF person on that ward to avoid um, mixing of this or possible mixing of the patient and transmission of the bugs of one to the other. That doesn't happen. So those are sort of things that the organization CF Pakistan CF Trust or Foundation could lead and uh, guide people as well. And also it'd be very important through that body have data collection because we yet don't know in Pakistan how many patients there are, what genotypes they have. I guess some of those patients who are having their genotype testing, we know that, but we don't know nationally how many people there are, what their genotypes are, what medications are important for them as a specific mutation, specific treatments, et cetera and what their outcomes is and how we need to take it forward. But if there was a body, then certainly we can uh, get that done as part of the organization as well. And also with that, there'll be research opportunities for individual centers within Pakistan to look at the outcome of these. You know, what ages do they present in Pakistan? What are the difficulties people finding in delay of the diagnosis? What is delaying the diagnosis? I know we mentioned some of the awareness, et cetera, and the undergraduate curriculum, postgraduate training and all that. I mean, that, what is it that people are thinking about You know, when everybody's coming with the poor weight gain and cough? Are they just thinking it's a TB, which could, you know, it could be the case? Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's getting those things. So get the research into it, looking into the causes and uh, education of the families for the future. And, um, you know, we got at the moment, we got families with two or three children um, and they don't even know that this was one of the genetic disease that if one child was affected, there's possibility other children or the pregnancy has been affected. And I think this is raising that awareness, having the tests available to them, should they want to consider antenatal diagnosis type things, then those things can be made possible through an organization such as Pakistan System Fibrosis Foundation. And I think uh, like we are talking now, they are, or they can then be part of the wider global international CF community. And I think that is where we can then all work together as a global people, make the care and standards available to all our CF families across the world. Nobody's left behind. Nobody can say, I can't afford it. We are all there to look after all the families and not just one who can afford and let the others do die in poorer countries, which is 
harsh word to use, but unfortunately it's what is happening. And I think this is what we want to do. We want to improve the care of these patients, of these families in developing countries where they can't afford the treatment, but working, networking, supporting each other in all ways we can. We maybe from Pakistan can provide lots of clinical material for researchers in the West, for example, and you know, vice versa, we may need more economical or therapeutic help from the West imported into Pakistan, but I think we all need to work together. And these are some of the thoughts in my mind that we really need to work on for the future. And it'll be a great pleasure to perhaps meet you another time to discuss uh, of what proportion of this I've actually been uh, able to achieve and what's left behind. But it'll be a great pleasure to keep in touch. As I say, we need international links. We need to carry on um, working for our families, our CF families. And uh, it's been a pleasure. I won't take too much of the time now, but I would certainly definitely uh, appreciate an opportunity in the future to talk through your organization, through yourselves, to see where we are, where we started and where we got in a, maybe you know, a year's time, two years time. So thank you again, um, Stacey, to yourself, to Siri, to CF Research Institute for giving us your time, giving us your support, and we look forward to working together in the future also.